Welcome to Next Level Home Experts with Boss Services. This is the show that helps you take your home to the next level. Your complete source for all your home questions, featuring in-depth interviews with the best home services experts in the industry. And now, your hosts, Boss Services owners and authors, Jeff and Jerry Street. Welcome to Next Level Home Experts. I am Jeff Street. Jerry Street. Jerry Street is with us as well. In case you guys were worried about it. I'm here. Tips for home exterior cleanups this spring. So if you want to know how to clean your house and yard and stuff, uh, we may or may not get into that. We are. We're going to get into washing everything. Yeah. We're going to wash everything. If it's dirty, it's about to get clean. You got to wash it. Yeah. We have our guest today is Rick Sparks. He is the owner of Rick's Gutter Covers and Power Washing. Um uh there yeah it's going to be a lot of information um yeah we're going to learn a lot here and uh and we're going to learn how to clean and protect and, and maintenance and all that rick is a super interesting guy he's been uh washing a lot of stuff for a long time and um i was surprised how much i learned from this episode so stay tuned yes. yep get ready strap in rick welcome hi thank you for inviting me thanks for being here so uh tell us uh Tell us about Rick's gutter uh, covers and, and power washing. Tell us what you uh, what you do, what services, and you know service area and all the all the basic stuff. Yeah, and maybe a little bit how you got into it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I'm going to go back a little ways. Uh, I started uh, as an iron worker uh, several years ago, which then got me involved in OSHA and uh, crane inspections, which then I ended up uh, starting my own business um, about 1997, and uh, it was power washing. So we started with a real little power washing unit and started learning all about it. And by the time I got up to St. Joe, which uh, I started in New Buffalo Mm. in 2004, we had uh, probably $30,000 worth of equipment uh, as it grew, getting mm-hmm. bigger, and uh, I've now kind of downsized a little bit and found out I didn't need that great big, <laughs> all that great big equipment. Yeah. So uh, we still can use, I get up to five guys, yeah. uh, uh, depending on the job, but pretty much yeah. it's me and, and one other guy doing it. Nice. So how so how long have you been in business then? That's been that's been a while. It's been a while. It's we got twenty <laughs> years in. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. And so when did you get into the, the gutter covers? The gutter covers was after I, I sort of got into it in uh the beginning of two thousand twenty and we got into a lot of the uh plastic ones. And I okay. found out that I was, you know, dealing with something that when I went back, the customer uh, the product wasn't holding up. Yeah. And so I started looking around for the different types of products. And some of them, uh, some of them had some excellent marketing, but their products had a failure mm-hmm. to yeah. them. Yeah. So I ended up with uh, this Diamondback gutter cover uh, about 2024. I mean, <laughs> 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he, he impressed me because he said the most, truest thing about that was you can't expect every gutter cover to work a hundred percent. And that's absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, there's little nuances about them that just don't quite work. Uh, the solid cover 
gutter covers. Um, they have a little split in the in the front of them. That little split will get, like I call it, tartar. And uh, it fills up, and the water won't flow over it because it's a, a molecular adhesion mm-hmm. to have the gutter or the water come into the gutter. So anything that, if it gets dirty, you have to clean it on the inside and the outside. So when I was looking at gutters, I found that, and I realized this has got to be cleaned on a regular basis. Uh, so I don't want to try to put those gutter covers up. That's why we went with this. Um, yeah, you're looking for something more low maintenance. Some, yeah, something that's low maintenance, something that's going to last the customer. Yeah. And they're not going to be uh, calling me back. And <laughs> so we got this diamond back gutter cover that is uh, mesh-covered expanded metal for regular leaves, and it's different sizes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so they have a different design than most of what you're finding out there. Yeah, it, yeah. it's uh, you've got the uh, stainless steel mesh, and we have that, but that's really only for uh, pine needles. Uh, there's no mm-hmm. sense in you getting something for pine needles if you don't have pine needles, yeah. and that's costing forty, fifty, sixty dollars uh, a foot for that. That's kind yeah. of expensive, right? So, yeah. Well, you know. And so there you go. We've learned something already. <laughs> Gutter covers are custom to your situation. Like, yeah, you, yeah I didn't even thought about that. No, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I put uh, gutter covers on mine, just some, you know, cheap big box store ones uh, before the winter to keep the leaves from my maple tree out. Yep. And the ice destroyed them over the winter. So <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a, a wasted investment. I put them up after the leaves fell. Um, and then they got destroyed over the winter. So, so they never did anything. <laughs> so they did absolutely nothing for me. So well, yeah. <laughs> then my the type you had might have went under the, the uh, shingle. And if they go under the shingle, then there's a possibility that you can get an ice dam built up yep. back there and mm. and water damage to the house. Yeah. The type that this Diamondback, they all are expanded into the gutter itself. Oh, gotcha. Mm. Yeah. So there's no drilling. Um, it's it's a compression fit, and yeah. we do a lot of work along the lake up here. So yeah. uh, in a corner of a house where they're continually having something happen there with wind, we'll put a couple screws in just for safety. Right. That way I don't get called back and they don't get upset over what they bought. Can you put, uh, can you put those in uh, the vinyl um, gutters? Gutters? Yes. Yeah. You can, uh, as long as there's a lip, an outside lip. Yeah. Uh, whereas some of the other gutter uh, covers that, that are on the market, you have to install extra uh, hardware up against yeah. the fascia in order to support the back of it. Right. And then uh, something in the front that has to support the front if it doesn't have it. Yeah. So where this comes all complete, the only time that we have to do anything is if whoever put the gutters up didn't space them approximately 18 to 20 inches on the, the gutter spikes. Right. Then it, we have trouble having it support. So we put extra screws in. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, which also helps hold the gutter up. Right. From the weight of the uh, mm-hmm. snow and any, any other problems that may come up there. Yeah. So how did you make the jump from uh, power washing to gutters in general is it because you were cleaning the gutters out is that what you were doing or yeah it started out i'm washing the house and then i'm washing the uh 
the dirt's coming down from the gutter. Yeah. And I'm going, well, if I don't <laughs> clean the gutter, this yeah. guy's not going to like the way that the, yeah. 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 Because what will happen is it'll fill up with the water, and then it'll go down in the back side of the gutter, mm. not only on the front side. Yeah. So that was one of the things. And then when I when I started doing that, then I said, well, they need to to not have to have this cleaned on a regular basis, which actually would take away from some of my business as gutter cleaning. But uh, give them an offer that uh, they can put this up and you don't have to worry about gutters. Uh, The only time that I've ever found that uh, I have a problem with either my type of gutter or the other type of gutter is the real fine mesh on pine trees overhanging the sap will actually fill up them little tiny holes yeah and we just brush it off and it's and it's gone but mm-hmm. you know for like the guy that I got these from said nothing's a hundred percent and that's a pretty good uh, <laughs> average and not having to do much to it yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just awesome. because of the pine. Well, sap. look, I mean, I, I like a sales pitch. That's not a sales pitch. I like to be told the honest truth. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it's refreshing to hear like, Hey, this isn't going to work a hundred percent of the time. There is going to be some maintenance to it. There is going to be some things that, that get through it. Um, and that's, yeah, I, I like it. So let's talk about surfaces. So uh, as far as power washing goes, like, what do you wash? What, what do you do mostly? We, we wash everything, everything, wash your dog. <laughs> You can wash everything. Uh, the dog will probably be a little uh, uh, skeptical yeah. about, about being washed with it. The, the secret about power washing, I found over the years, was not so much you don't use a lot of pressure as you use a lot of volume and uh, lower pressure and a, and a good um, solution yeah. that'll, that'll work the mold, mildew. Um, Spiders, spider webs. That's another thing. People have a lot of problems around here on the lakes, and we go up yeah. there and we we spray our product up there to get rid of the spider webs because if you try to wash them off, they just stick. Yeah. So we got <laughs> something that melts it off, so the spider webs oh, disappear, nice. and then it gives a residual on there, and it uh, kind of keeps them away. Some sp- some spiders will spin their webs nightly. Some yeah. will not come back because they didn't like the the smell or the taste or right. whatever of the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I see a lot of, uh, well, I, I say, I see a lot of, I, I, until probably two years ago, I had never even thought about washing my house. Like it's just something that never occurred to me. And then, um, I started, uh, I joined a pressure washing group on Facebook and I started reading about, you know, washing your house and stuff. And I was like, huh, I never thought about that. And then I see the house wash mix pop up in, uh, in Home Depot and Lowe's. And I was like, huh, well, that's weird. I've never even heard of this, but you know, two years ago and now they have pallets of this stuff. So I guess the the question is what's the, I mean, that hooks up to your garden hose and, and I've used it and I didn't notice a difference. Um, like I think I was just spraying water on my house. So <laughs> what's, water. what's the, uh, <laughs> what's the, what's the difference, I guess, in something like that and Maybe in what, what you're doing. You want to know the secret of my solution. Well, I, I don't want to well, give you the trade secrets. What's yeah, the yeah. secret sauce? I mean, you're, uh, yeah, you're you're probably using a, a different, maybe a stronger or, or just a different solution, and, yeah. and I'm guessing just a little bit of pressure then. Yeah, and, and that's I, what's uh, missing. Actually, 
the the stuff that you find uh, let me let me clarify that the stuff that you find in Lowe's it can be used but it has to be put on pretty uh, quite a, a large amount of right. it. Uh, the best place for that kind of stuff is on the aluminum siding, not the vinyl. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the aluminum siding, even though it looks uh, dirty, a lot of times people have washed it and the uh, aluminum underneath is starting to show through and makes it look like uh, there's mold or mildew. Yeah. So when people call me about that, I say, we well, have to do a, a low pressure wash and uh, mainly, mainly a solution on there, right. and it still will wash some of the paint off. So mm-hmm. I try to guide them to using their own hose and using yeah. the stuff from, from Lowe's. Now, yeah. the stuff that I use, uh, I'm going to get fancy with you. I oh. use a, a suffocant. Have you heard of that? I'm not. Okay. Mm, sounds illegal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a suffocant. I buy it in a dark alley. <laughs> I like it because nobody has ever heard of it, but yeah. I use it. I use it quite regularly in what I do because a suffocant actually makes water wetter. And therefore, I can Come on, get, Rick. Come on. I'm, I'm serious. Come on. Look it up in your Funkin' Wagnall. <laughs> Better, wetter water. Yeah. You heard it here, boys and girls. Yes, you did. You heard it here first. I, I can guarantee that it that it makes a difference. You can actually yeah. feel the difference in the water being wetter. It breaks it down the tension because every everything's got tension on it. And, and yeah. uh, all of the brick... Uh, Concrete, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so if you use water, a uh, wetter water, the soap works better. The uh, uh, and you need to put a, a part of it as a uh, chlorine bleach solution, right. and they've got them from seven percent up to fifteen, sixteen percent. Right. So you can't go crazy with that because then you have problems with plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's a over the years, we've learned what solution, and then they actually have a uh, a uh, solution spraying unit that mixes it, pre-mixes it with water for you going through your pressure washer. Right. Hmm. Not through the pressure washer part, but through the hose. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because if it gets inside, obviously it's corrosive. Yeah. and mm, well, Yeah. Damage machine. Yeah. Yeah. So, and in yeah. fact, is the, the one machine I've had, uh, with one rebuild, I've had one of the machines for over 10 years. Mm. So, yeah, it's uh, a lot of work. Keeping, keeping, uh, a, a good maintenance on the machine, not letting it run without pulling the trigger, especially these small home machines. If somebody's mm. got one and they sit there and they want to talk to their neighbor about something while it's running, it's hurting the machine. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Just being under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just running and and it'll even start leaking out and they'll have, there's an overflow valve for if it gets overheated. What I've learned uh, over the last couple of years of, of reading the, uh, this pressure washer group. um, What I learned is there's a lot more to it than I initially thought. Like I thought it's a pressure washer. I'm just going to grab it and I'm just going to spray things. And we're going to have a good time. <laughs> We're just going to get um, wet. And I've learned, it. yeah, and I've learned that, yeah, solutions uh, can can damage equipment. It can damage houses. It can damage concrete. 
uh, if you do it wrong. And so it's really made, it's, it's opened my eyes and made me a little more careful because I have, I, I bought the most powerful pressure washer uh, that the, uh, the old big box store has. And I have damaged some of my stuff with it because it's fun, <laughs> but, uh, I am super careful about solutions in it now because I don't want to damage things permanently. And, uh, I don't use it as much as I, I used to. Well, you don't so. want to use that red nozzle for much. <laughs> I do not. I do. I don't play with that. That's, yeah. that's the no, no nozzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the no, no nozzle. I like they've, it. They've got, um, uh, in, in the, uh, pressure washer world nozzles for explicitly putting on solution and yeah. it will shoot up there uh 20 30 feet yeah so someone with a four to six foot wand can actually use second story we have the equipment that's already a 16 foot wand so we can get two three stories without having to get involved a, a ladder or uh, a lift or anything like that. So our prices is, is going to be a little bit better than the guy that has to yeah. maybe climb up and down, up and down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, what I, what I thought was interesting at home shows is I saw people advertising uh, pressure washing their roof. And I've never, like, I thought that pressure washing a roof, like I guess pressure washing in my mind has, has always been high pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And, so I thought, well, that's going to destroy your shingles. And I, I yeah. just thought that was You envision weird. like yeah. all the granules, yeah, you just, know, exploding. Just a big yeah. mess everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was super interesting that you can actually wash your roof and make it look nice again. Well, you probably run into like uh, growth on, you know, mold or not mold, but uh, moss, moss. Moss and stuff yeah. on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have a, a, a solution that we have put on before that's uh, uh, spray and forget. And you can get that that attaches to your hose, or you can get it in bulk and then mix it. Mm. Uh, we get it in bulk, mix it a little bit stronger, spray it on the roof for the people, and then let them know six weeks to six months that might go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we give them the option that we can get up there and it'll be gone today. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in us taking care of it, one to two days, depending on how severely damaged it is. The black streaks are the the mold. Yeah. And uh, you can lighten your roof. Again, you're going to use a mixture with some bleach in it because that's the only thing that's going to kill that stuff. Right. Yeah. And then on uh, the type of pressure washer that we have, we can regulate it down to a low pressure with high volume, or we can get high volume and high pressure that's more for concrete yeah. mm-hmm. so by having it a variable pressure gauge on that plus a, a um, not just the wand because if you use the wand up there you're gonna get closer and further away and closer yeah. and further yeah. away so we use a rotary mm, up there that gotcha. maintains a certain distance and we do that on decks yeah. and concrete so it's uniform clean right yeah yeah, that is the biggest problem I have. Is, I always have streaks. Yeah, I do too. Sure. Because <laughs> yeah, you you're, yeah. you're wanting that thing yeah. around and yep. yeah, it's, you're writing yeah. my name in it and yep. I can't get it out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the first thing I see when I get to people's houses. Yeah, you see is you can see where they wrote their name. You go, yeah, playing with the red nozzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the red nozzle. It's there forever. <laughs> that's awesome. So I imagine you uh, your busy time is probably coming up. Springtime is probably yes. your busy time, huh? And yes. 
Um, so what's your, your average, I mean, are you doing mostly houses or like what's, what's your work consist of mostly? Okay. I have, I have power washed, like I said, pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, I've power washed cranes, the overhead cranes, uh, ditch diggers, uh, RVs, mobile homes. Sure. So, uh, just anything you can think of. Anything huh? that, that you need washed, it yeah. can be washed. Yeah. And um, it all honestly comes down to what solution you're using and the amount of pressure. And mm-hmm. um, I get a lot of people that call me to do their boats. Oh, and sure. Yeah. they've got that uh, clear coat on there, so you got to be very careful with that. Yeah. So it's it's not just grab a pressure washer from Lowe's and go out yeah. and do it, just like yeah. you said. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. uh, it's interesting, on the roof, I did my own roof first, and then I replaced the shingles that I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and that was way back in, yeah. in uh, I think, 19, I'm about 2000, I, I yeah. got into doing mm-hmm. roofs. And I went, well, there's got to be a difference. <laughs> yeah. So uh, back then, they didn't have so many classes on how to show it, but right. uh, um it was a, a, a big learning process for me, and uh, I really liked it. The biggest thing I can say that I like is I can inform people of what's what they should do and what they shouldn't do and let them have their own yeah. uh, idea of what they want to do. And um, I've, learned, I've learned a lot from the business, and I feel that I'm pretty knowledgeable now about that and the gutter guards. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty about being in, in anything for uh, the amount of time that you're in there, right? Like, so you're now an expert and it comes easy and um, it doesn't just start off that way. No. You know, you have to make some mistakes and uh, it's always good to make them on, on your own uh, on your own project um, before you go out and make it on someone else's. But I mean, we do the same thing. Every, every time we introduce something new, we try it, try it, try it and uh, yeah, yeah. break break our stuff. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's what you want to do. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So the let me just make one other little thing here. For, sure. For decks. You put a cleaner on a deck, a brightener, and then it'll take a lot of the, the uh, grease and mold and stuff out of the grill. It'll take that off. And then I'm, I'm one that's against a solid color stain. I like to see like a toner on there so you can see the wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way should, if you put the same color on, three or four years, you got a very nice patina. It looks good. Yeah. And if uh, some of the ladies say, well, I'd like to see it match the chairs I bought. Mm-hmm. Now you can wash it and change it mm-hmm. Yeah. when you have the toner. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's about the only thing I got to say about deck staining. Gotcha. I, I, I have yeah. a, a, I would rather have a toner than a solid color. Even a, a semi is, is a good color to have. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, is a is a stain easier to clean than if it were like actually painted? Because I imagine you can damage the paint pretty easy. That's the biggest problem yeah. I run into. A lot of the finer houses, the uh, the builders match the house and the deck. Yeah, and when they have me come in there, I and and the paint has popped and and yeah, there's uh, missing paint in there. The reason is the 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 wood moves. And when the wood moves, it breaks the cohesion of the paint. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. to do it correctly, you would paint. You would you would uh, sand down each and every little spot 
through the whole deck, which is time consuming. Yeah. Then you prime that spot. Yeah. Then you paint that spot and then you paint the whole thing. Sure. Otherwise you'd be like looking into a jar. That hole gets deeper and deeper yeah. the more paint you put on it. Yep. So when I tell them your deck job is going to be $4,000 where if you'd had a toner on there, it had been 1500 Right. Yeah. That's the big yeah. difference. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Things you don't think about when you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, I say you get a lot of people that, that want that all matching and everything, right. and there's a price to pay for what you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything has a life expectancy. Everything has yeah. a price. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a little bit depressing. Like I just did a roof last year and, uh, you know, already that roof's a year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that thing's getting old already, you know? Yeah. Um, everything has a shelf life, yeah. you know? And, uh, so, so yeah, as soon as you replace your furnace, it's starting to get old. As soon as you do your roof, your oh, windows, yeah. I mean, whatever it is, you know? Um, so along those lines, so how, how often are, do you need to be washing your, your roof or your deck or your, like, I'm sure this is situational. I'm, yeah. It's pretty much that way. Yeah. Uh, is if, there if, any, if you wash it, it'll go a year or two years, depending on, obviously you get moisture on the siding. Mm -hmm. And the moisture don't get the sun, so the mold and mildew yeah. grows. So you'll get the north side of your house with the with the yellow and the and up underneath the the uh, uh, soffit will turn black. That's black mold, mm -hmm. uh, spider webs, etc. So mm -hmm. you can hit that, but if you're getting that, it's running down on the house. So now you got to do the house. So I do get people say, "Can you wash my trim?" Yes, but if I'm washing your trim, I got to do the rest of the house. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll just, yeah. you'll be upset. After You're going to have streaks. And, yeah. 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 So I would say yeah, every one or two years, and mm. depending on how much mold and mildew you, you see accumulating, mm -hmm. um, if you have a lot of dusty roads, if you live next to a field, yeah. uh, the guys yeah. plowing out there, a lot of that can be rinsed off yourself. Yeah. You know, right. why, why call why call a guy that you can actually do it with your hose? Yeah, if it's just loose, yeah, dust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Was well, there anything else that we haven't touched on? I don't know. Uh, we talked about a lot. Learned a lot. Um, in there was a lot. <laughs> well, let me tell you a little bit more about the uh, the gutters. Oh, yeah. And the, and the gutter guards. Uh, what, what I'm going to tell you about here is you get a lot of clogging with people who have the newer houses and it runs, the gutters run underground. I mean, the downspouts go yeah. underground. Yeah. Okay. If you don't have any gutter guards up on top, the debris that, that granulates up there, it'll run down into that. Mm -hmm. And then it will, if it's a serrated one, it'll fill up the serrations underneath there. A seed will get in there. It'll grow. It'll crack. And now you've got underground leakage or you got a clog that will actually build up all the way up to the top of the house with water flowing over. Yeah. And you want to know why is my house uh, running over at the gutters? Well, yeah. the biggest thing that I can say is it's like getting rotor rooter in there to, mm -hmm. to clean that out. And if it's serrated little plastic, it's going to mess it up. Yeah. So we offer when we run into that putting 
extensions above ground three to five feet away from the house if mm -hmm. it's available. If it's up on the concrete, uh, people got to kind of figure out whether they want the slippery slider or, yeah. or figure out what to do with the underground. Yeah. So that was is the only thing that, that in putting on gutters, that helps that a lot. Uh, yeah, I never even thought about that either. You're keeping the debris out of the, yeah. yeah I mean, it's basically yeah. like a plumbing drain, yep. you know, with a screen or whatever. Uh, so you're protecting the drain. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and if you don't know, I think we probably do, but um, that caught, I mean, I, I've, mine are backed up on one side of my house. And so it goes down the downspout and then it overflows yeah. from the top of the, the, the drain transition. where it goes into the and, yard and then down in your basement and then it floods my basement. Yes. Yeah. yeah. One thing and leads so, to another. And that's, yeah. So that's when you put this up above ground and extend it away. Yeah. Now, if you catch it early enough, we can actually flush some of that out. They yeah. have risers out in the, in the yard on some of the older ones. Sure. And we can pull the riser out, flush it out. And even I tell the, 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 the customer, if you want to do this yourself, it's mm. just a matter of, time yeah stick the hose down in there see where it comes out a lot of times the grass will grow completely over the riser right yeah won't let nothing up so it will actually bubble up the grass <laughs> so it know you know where there should be coming out you yeah. cut a little hole there yeah. and you're in good shape yeah so rather than to spend forty dollars for me to do it you can do it yourself mm -hmm. right yeah it's all about your what you're comfortable doing and, yeah. and well, how much time you have. Well, yeah. look, and, and all of this comes down to maintenance, yeah. which is what Absolutely. we're talking about. Like, yeah. and, and so if you were having things maintained, then you don't run into these catastrophic things. And uh, yeah. that's the importance of having professionals out. Yeah, definitely. Well, the thing, the thing that I actually, I, I feel bad about is when you go and you talk to some of the, uh, the uh, people that have uh, fixed incomes yeah. and they can't do the maintenance. Yeah. And yeah. somebody, a friend of theirs has done it and they've done it wrong, yeah. which oh, sure. then causes them more problems. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I have a special pricing yeah. for those people. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that's awesome. Trying to be as helpful as I can. Yeah. And, right. uh, and still not make them feel bad about the whole thing. No, hundred percent. And in, and I hesitate to kind of say this because uh, it's going to be recorded, but I'll tell you where we run into this a lot and everybody means well, but where we run into that a lot are churches because everybody wants to help, but that doesn't mean that you're doing the right thing and they can cause bigger problems than you, than you really even had. And it is a tough, it's a tricky situation. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to come in and just start bashing the people that are trying to help because they are trying to help. But yeah. it can cause issues. Uh, now I'm not going to really try to pat myself <laughs> on the back, but I have went out and done uh, churches that have called called me, mm -hmm. various things. They get a special price. Yeah, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're out there getting their money from what mm -hmm. the, the people there are giving them. Yeah. And their maintenance level is usually down pretty far. So yeah. And, and again, yeah, they're relying on people to help and, and people step up. They want to give their time. But if you, if you're just watching YouTube videos, you might be doing the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. absolutely. All right. So, uh, wow. We talked about a lot. Um, yeah, that was a good one. So, uh, contact info and service area. So how far do you travel and how do they get a hold of you? Okay. Uh, I still go back down to uh, new Buffalo area. I've got several customers still down that way. Get all the way up to South Haven, yeah. pretty much all of Berrien County, some of Cass. Uh, I've gotten into South Bend, but 
to be honest with you, uh, the cost of going there and doing the job needs to be a good enough size job right. that uh, mm-hmm. it can yeah, be. It's a lot of travel. Yeah. Yeah. It can be in there because you usually have to go out and look at it, then turn around right. and come back and do the job if they want it. So, right. mm-hmm. uh, I can do a lot of it over the internet with Google. Yeah, sure. Uh, I've gotten to where I can figure out, you know, how many, approximately how many feet of gutter guard will take and give right. them an idea. And uh, people are not always aware of what their house looks like up above. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, that helps a lot. But generally, I like to get out there and take a look. And right. and I get, uh, I'm on Rick's Mobile Power Washing uh, dot com and Rick's gutterguards.com hmm. uh, at right. Google. And I also uh, use the local mail max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we, we put our deals in there uh, currently doing a 50 cents off a foot for up mm-hmm. to 200 feet, which is a hundred dollar savings yeah. mm-hmm. on it. And uh, other than that, uh, I try not to give them anything they don't need. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, you have a phone number? Two, six, nine, Four nine two eight zero six nine. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, appreciate you coming in and talking with us today. Uh, very educational. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I'm glad I can. I, I do like uh, enlightening people about a lot of the stuff. I learned that back when I was installing and working with cranes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the people that bought the cranes, big cranes, thought hundreds of thousands of dollars, <laughs> weren't don't, maintaining. Don't know use exactly <laughs> what they're using them for. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can explain to people things, they get a better idea what they should be doing, shouldn't be doing. That's what it's all about. Awesome. And thank you guys. I really appreciate it. You guys are pretty neat to talk to. (laughs) We try. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Next Level Home Experts with Boss Services. We hope you enjoyed this episode and learned some useful home tips along the way. If you found this episode valuable, please do us a favor and share it with others. And of course, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, if you have a home topic you'd like us to explore, email us at info at bosshvac.com. That's all for this episode. See you next time.